welcome to the Still Worthy Podcast, the safe and empowering haven for people like you and me, single, child-free women looking to embrace our unique path, celebrate our freedom and independence, and live our best, happiest, most fearless, fulfilling, and kick-ass life. This isn't just a podcast, it's a sisterhood, a circle of strength, unity, and support, and a celebration of women living on their own terms. In each episode, we dive into authentic conversations that matter to us, from living the single life to its fullest, to walking unapologetically in our child-free status, whether by choice, challenge, or circumstance. From defining our own version of success, happiness, and fulfillment, to walking confidently in our unique beauty and individual power. We shed light on the joy that comes from embracing the life we've chosen and the unique purpose we each carry. The goal? To live, love, and thrive joyfully right now versus waiting for happily ever after. I'm your host and sister friend, Sanja Lioness Mackey, here to guide you on this incredible journey that redefines womanhood and acknowledges your work, irrespective of your marital and family status. Let's get this party started. Hello and welcome to Still Worthy. This is where we gather for the talk about the single child-free lifestyle. You know, like on TV, where a group of women sit around talking about news and current events, etc. I love that. Like, I could have totally have done that job on TV. And I guess now with my podcast, I do get to sit and talk about news and current events, etc. Only I am a group of one having a conversation by myself until I start bringing in guests. And I do have plans to interview guests from time to time. And let me say that all of them will not be single and child-free. Some may be divorced, back living the single life. Others may have children who are grown and out of the house. Some may be married, but they've made the decision to not have children. I may even invite a man or two onto the show because, believe it or not, single child-free men are judged just like we single child-free women are. So we're going to have a host of people from different walks of life, but the central theme and audience will always be be around women being single and child-free. All right. So today's topic, why are you still single? That's a loaded question, right? Just like I don't particularly care for the question, why don't you have children? I don't particularly care for this question either. First of all, and this is my general stance in regard to both questions, it's really none of anybody's business. Like, how is it relevant to someone why you're single or why you don't have children? How does it impact them in any way? So let's be real. It's just people being nosy. People wanting to know for the sake of satisfying their curiosity. And I find the question of why don't you have children even more intrusive and offensive? And I will explain why in the next episode. But secondly, the question, both of them actually, have a hint of judgment to them. Why are you single? Why are you still single? No matter which question is asked, no matter how they ask it, there's a hint of judgment there. You're supposed to be married by now, but you're not. You're still single. Why is that? What's wrong? What's the reason? Is it you? People's inquiring minds want to know, but their way of asking and expressing their curiosity sometimes comes across in a negative or judgmental manner. Now, 
I said general stance because I could see how perhaps in the first date or in the first few dates, you might get into a conversation on being single and it might come across from the standpoint of a very transparent and progressive discussion about what has contributed to your state of singleness. It reminds me of this guy that I met and we were getting to know one another, talking on the phone. We were in that stage. We had not gone out on our first date yet. And he asked me, what do I get when I get you? And I had never been asked that question before, but it wasn't really surprising. And I knew what he was getting at. Basically, what did I bring to the table? How would my presence add to and enhance his life? And, and frankly, I could see myself asking a similar question in turn. So I wasn't offended or put off by it. I simply answered it in a very matter of fact way. You get your whole damn life when you get me. Okay. I will elevate you in ways you weren't even aware of. I will help you live your best, happiest, most fearless, fulfilling and kick ass life. Now, what do I get when I get you? <laughs> you, you, you know, I turned him back around on him. But I get it, right? I get it. It's the getting to know you stage and people want to get to know each other, okay? So the question of why are you still single might seemingly fall under that scenario. Now, I can't speak for anyone else's response to that question. I can only speak for my own response. And there's a quote I love. And I'm a quote girl. Those of you who follow me on social media, you know I love my quotes. And there's a quote that summarizes my response to that question. Stay single until you find someone who compliments your life in a way that makes it better to not be single. Otherwise, it's not worth it. I'm going to say that again more slowly. Stay single until you find someone who compliments your life in a way that makes it better to not be single. Otherwise, it's not worth it. So let me speak to the foundation and context backdrop of that question. Those of you who know me, you already know this, but for those of you who are new to me, I believe that I am a whole person. Right now, as a single woman, I am a whole person. I am not a half of a person looking for another half of a person to complete me. I'm a whole person already, and I only want to meet another whole person so that we can be whole together. And so because I believe that I'm a whole person already, I haven't been putting off life waiting until I get married. I've been living my best life all along. So whether with family, friends, or rolling solo, I travel, I go out to eat, I go to the movies, I go to plays and shows. I've done all of those things with other people, but also by myself. I've even gone to a comedy show at the improv by myself. Now, lest you think I'm antisocial or don't have any friends or something like that, none of that is the case. When I went to the improv by myself, that time, I only did it one time, but that time it was in Houston. I lived in Houston for a number of years over my lifetime. I know a ton of people in Houston. I didn't really want to ask anybody else. I didn't really want to be bothered with anybody else's company at the time. I just wanted to be by myself. You know, and some of you may understand that where you, you're extroverted, you like people, you like being around people, but sometimes you just want to be by yourself. Sometimes you just want to enjoy your own company. And I am a person who enjoys my own company. And I will be talking about that on a future podcast episode. Now, was it easy to go to the improv by myself? No. I definitely thought about the fact that I was sitting there by myself when practically everybody else was coupled up or in groups. But did I know it would be that way before I went? Yes, because I've been to the improv many, many times before. So I knew that. 
I willingly chose to go there by myself, knowing that it might feel a bit awkward, but I refused to miss out on seeing one of my favorite comedians because of that bit of awkwardness. And again, because I wanted to grow solo. I wanted to be alone. I didn't want to be with anybody else. I didn't want company. I refuse to miss out on things I want to do or places I want to go or experiences I want to have simply because I don't have somebody to go with me. I don't have a husband. I don't have a boo. I don't have a bae. So what? I'm not going to miss my life waiting on other people. I don't need anyone to hold my little hand as across the street. You know, I'm a big girl. I'm capable of going places by myself. Now, would I enjoy going with someone else? Maybe, maybe not. I love traveling solo. I love it. You can do what you want, when you want, how you want, where. Like, I love it. I love my solitude. I treasure it. It's not a prison sentence. I'm not lonely. I treasure my solitude. And I'll talk about that in a future episode as well. So maybe I would enjoy somebody being with me. Maybe not. Because I love my own company. But, you know, for example, the movies, people act like they can't go to the movies alone. Why? You're not supposed to be talking to anybody in the movies anyway. So what does it matter if you go with somebody or not? Is it that their presence somehow makes you feel more comfortable? Eh, Okay, well, whatever. You know, if that's you, do you, boo. If you like it, I love it. Okay, but let me tell you this. That waiting for other people to go with you, that's going to have you missing out on things that you want to do. Waiting on someone to go out to eat with. Waiting on someone to go to the movies with. Waiting on someone to travel with. Always waiting for somebody else to do what you want to do. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you your life. So for me, the game changed when I realized I didn't need anyone's presence or permission to do what I wanted to do. When I stopped waiting on other people's calendars, bank accounts, and priorities to line up with what I wanted to do, the game changed. And so summarizing my point with all of that, it means that I have created a happy, healthy, and whole life on my own. I have purpose and passion. I have joy and fulfillment. I have peace of mind and well-being. I have created that life for myself. So any man that comes along is not competing against other men. In fact, he is competing against my ability to provide myself with the kind of life that I want and need. And if he's going to be an addition to the equation, as the guy from the phone conversation alluded to, you know, and not a distraction or worse, a subtraction, we have got to be aligned or he can keep it moving. We've got to be aligned on our values. Our personalities have to mesh. We have to be in a position to believe in and support one another's goals and aspirations uh, and not be two people moving in opposite directions. Otherwise, I might as well just stay single. So back to the quote, stay single until you find someone who complements your life in a way that makes it better to not be single. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm already eating cake. So here comes the guy with, with his cherry to put on top of my cake. And that's all fine and good. I mean, it's a nice touch, right? It kicks things up a notch. It's a nice little touch, his little cherry. But if in attempting to put that cherry on top of my cake, if your hand is going to side swipe the icing, if you're going to bump the table, if the top tier of the cake is going to slide right off onto the floor, et cetera, et cetera. Now you keep that. That little cherry wasn't worth all the damage you did to my damn cake. Do you get what I'm saying? If you're going to come into my life and be a distraction 
and a subtraction. If you're going to come in messing up things, you can keep that. I don't need that. You know, you know how like every new year we put out the little quotes and everything, the little memes and everything. And there's the one we see every year, like say it'll come about when 2024 gets here. Come on in 2024, but sit your behind down. Don't touch nothing. Don't mess up nothing. Don't look too hard at nothing. Just sit down and be quiet. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm not saying the guy has to do that, but you get my point. Don't come in messing up anything because if that's what you're going to do, you can just keep it moving. Because I'm doing fine already. I'm already eating cake. I'm already whole. Don't come in messing up anything or you can keep it moving. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm single because my life has to be better with you in it. Otherwise, it's not worth it. And I haven't met the man who does that. Now, I don't go into all of that, you know, when answering that question. I'm just doing it here with you now on the podcast to give you some background and some context. But I absolutely have and do answer that question. Why are you still single with that quote? Because it sums up how I feel in the best possible way. So with that, you know, I'm going to wrap up today's episode. Wasn't going to be a long one. okay? but I would love to hear how you feel about that question. Do you find it innocent? harmless, meaningless, or do you feel it's no one's business and it's a little bit judgmental and intrusive? How do you typically answer that question? Come find me on social media and let me know your thoughts or use the mechanism in my LinkedIn bio to leave your comments and thoughts, as well as any suggestions for future topics that you might like me to discuss, because I always want to hear about that as well. Okay, so I always want to leave an episode with a mindset shift or a tangible action item that can contribute to a person's evolution and well-being. So I want you as a single person to find your go to response to this question. I think in the moment it can catch people off guard sometimes and they may struggle a bit with the answer to that question. So I want you to do a bit of self-reflection. I want you to contemplate why you are, in fact, single. And I want you to put that answer in a response statement to others that you can stand by, that you feel proud of, that you feel states your position in a positive, constructive manner without bashing anyone or throwing anybody under the bus. And so what I mean by that is like somebody asked you that question, well, you girl, men or dogs, you know, they cheat. No, we're not doing that. Okay. A positive, constructive manner without bashing anybody or throwing anybody under the bus. Okay, this is an opportunity for you to really reflect on your status, not as something that happened to you or a set of circumstances that you just happen to have found yourself in, but a state of being that you have consciously chosen for specific reasons that you are quite aware of, reasons that you stand by from a personal principle perspective. And let that be your defining go to response whenever somebody asks you that question in the future. All right, tune in to the next episode as I discuss the question, why don't you have children? Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Still Worthy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Share it with family and friends who would enjoy and benefit from these insightful and increasingly relevant conversations. 
Follow us on social media to connect with an amazing community of single, child-free women. And visit stillworthywomen.com to work with me, travel with me and other single, child-free women, and stay abreast of projects I'll be launching soon just for you. I hope today's topic encouraged you to view your lifestyle with a fresh, exciting, and empowering new perspective. And I can't wait to have you join me for the next episode. Until then, remember that your life choices are valid, your journey is beautiful, and your worth is immeasurable. Oh, 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 oh,